Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back, and thanks for joining us. You're tuned into the About Sparta podcast brought to you by the good folks at New Amendment. You can catch us on Beyond Big Ten on YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And more importantly, you can find me at Raymar Morgan 2 and Travis at Travis underscore Walden underscore 419 on all social media platforms. T Walt, man, what's good, baby? Hey man, tell me what you had going on this weekend. Man, I had a I had a great weekend actually. My kids, uh, we had a tournament. We played this team from Chicago, and um, I had a full core sprint, full core because it was a running clock. So I was watching the video yesterday. I sprinted down the court, grabbed the ball, gave it to the referee, and was yelling at my kids, "Come on, take the ball out!" Because it was a running clock. <laughs> I didn't realize I did that until I watched the film. And I was like, oh, this, this just tops the weekend. This is a great weekend. So, so, you, so you had a Gilly the Kid moment where you, you sprinted all the way down, down the court to hand the ball, the, ref, the ball to the referee. It's down the court, Ray. We still lost. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was an intense game, man. Oh, oh my god, that's great. hilarious. That's How hilarious. Was yours, How was no, yours? It was good, man. Um, like I said off air, man, we ended up getting the purchase of a, a dog. So, oh man, I, I didn't think having a dog would be such a stress reliever, but man, I'm I'm so glad we got this dog. It's a it's a golden doodle. And man, I couldn't be more satisfied with the breed and, and and how the temperament of the dog. So, man, I'm I'm excited about that. And then, of course, as you know, also we just kept, got back from Charlotte. I got a chance to spend some time with with one of my longest friends. Uh, it was his birthday weekend, so you know we we had a, I had a pretty pretty good weekend to say the least. Baby um, Ray, happy birthday! Baby Ray, shout out to Baby Ray, man, my dog, man. He, he he even dropped a couple of tears when we brought out his cake. So it was a great weekend, man, to say the least. Hey Ray, y'all had his Dolph on this cake. I was dying it's laughing. Dolph. It's Dolph. I think I think honestly, I think that's what brought him to tears, man. He seen the he said, man, it's, it's Dolph, <laughs> and he. <laughs> And he shed a couple yes. of tears, man. So it was it was oh, a classic man. weekend. It was a great, great weekend just awesome. to catch back up with old friends and and you know, just to kick a little bit. Yeah. With that said, man, let's kick it off straight to these X's and O's, man. Beyond the Big Saturday, Ten February eighteenth, the Spartans took on Michigan um, at Michigan, uh, who was fifteen and twelve. And athletic alumni, um, to be your try, what, what did you What did you think about the game overall? Um, it seemed like we had some ups and downs. We definitely had a chance to win the game. Our podcast are focused on diehard fans and those alums. In my opinion, they just killed us on the glass. I think that was the biggest difference. Um, talk when it came down to, to winning and losing be. this game, was, we, we just got our ass kicked. And, and, and also, they, these guys have five guys in double figures. Um, we said we needed to c- control uh, Hunter Dickinson, um, which would, I think we, we did a pretty good job on him. Um, he had 14 and 7, uh, but it was the other guys that contributed that, that really hurt us. So like a, a, a Doug uh, McDaniel, um, a... a um, I mean, Jet, Jet Howard's always going to be productive, uh, him and him and Boofkin. But 
I think Doug McDaniel is the one that killed us and really hurt us. Tell me your thoughts on how the game went and um, what we need to do better. Yeah, man. First off, man, um, I just want to say thank you to the Michigan fans, right? Like, it's been a, <clears throat> a tough time for Spartans. And uh, the way the Big Ten has rallied and, um, you know, for Michigan to be a rival and to put all the game aside and for them to do what they did, have those T-shirts on. And um, so that was very emotional for me because I was like, man, that's that's it's bigger than basketball. Right. Than so basketball. Uh, so thank you, Michigan fans. Salute to you guys. Um, we all stood together. We stand together uh, because, again, it's bigger than basketball. And uh, I, I'm really, really appreciative of them. So I wanted to, you know, give Michigan fans a, a big shout out and a thank you uh, for that, because that that definitely meant a lot to all Spartans, you know, across the across the world for what they did and the support they showed. But yeah, man, just to kind of speak on what you said, I thought the rebound game we we lost it. I don't remember the last time we lost a rebounding game to Michigan by plus thirteen. It was 38 to 25. Yeah. And, you know, through that whole game, I, I, I actually thought we were, you know, we were controlling it. We were playing well. It was back and forth. The crowd was involved and we were maintaining our composure and doing some really good things. Um, for me, the, the, he started this way, the Doug McDaniel kid, like he said, he had 18 points, freshman, and four assists. And then they had another freshman. This was a freshman step up, big rival game for, you know, players. They had the other guy, Terrence Reed Jr. He had eight points, 10 rebounds, four offensive rebounds. Then he had three blocks. He had a huge block on, um, on Joey, and he saved the ball. Yeah. Right? So I think it was a back-and-forth game. The game could have went either way. Um, and I, I just don't think we, we made enough stops. Like you said, we, we talked about containing, you know, Hunter. And we did a great job containing him. What I will give him a lot of credit for um, is that he made veteran plays. He trusted he did. teammates. He did. Like, we, we did a great job of loading up on him, right, giving him six sides, having a guy in the gap, and digging when he caught the basketball, um, double-teaming him at different times. And every time we threw something at him, he didn't force it. He gave the ball up. He made the passes. He trusted his teammates, which then led – to the freshman making big plays. At the end of the game, Terrence Reed, he made a couple huge plays. He had an M1 play, pass from Hunter Dickinson, right? So I thought the plays that we needed to make, we just didn't make enough of them when they were making their run. We didn't get the stop that we were supposed to get. We didn't get the rotation we were supposed to have. And as you know, in those rival games when it's getting down, to the last five or six minutes, there ain't too many X and O's that you can do that's going to win that game. It's going to be more second effort and guys stepping up, making plays. So I just don't think we made enough plays. And that last shot, bro, that uh, Booth can make when he lost the basketball yeah. and yeah, he still us. made the three. And then right after that, Hunter Dickens, well, right after that, they had to block, I think. And then after the block, Hunter Dickinson made that three. And that was kind of our backbreaker. But it was just an emotional night for our players. And uh, it was. I, I just, again, I wanted to win the game, but it was so much bigger than basketball for me right after the year as well. So sure. I thought we fought hard, and uh, we just didn't make enough plays to win that game.
for sure. Like you said, man, just to piggy piggyback off what you said, uh, man, it was you could tell the emotion was there um, yeah. as they were doing the national anthem. You, they zoomed in on Coach Is, and you can tell how how his emotions took over. So, um, man, at the end of the day, um, we sit here and we talk basketball, but it's so much more to it than just dribbling up and down the court, and uh, especially when lives are on the line. So. Um, shout out to Michigan for what they did, and uh, shout out to Michigan State as well, man. Just stay, just just staying Spartan strong um, throughout it all, and and just just continuing the fight, man. Uh, it's a it's a lot of evil in this world. We just got to figure out a way uh, <clears throat> to overcome that with with a little bit of good um, and a, and a little bit of love. So, moving on, man. Tuesday, February twenty first. Spartan Spartans took on Indiana back at the Briz, man. And man, I have to say, we came out and we looked like we were ready to play. Uh, we have four guys in double figures. Um, we shot f- almost fifty percent from the field, almost fifty from three, and almost ninety-five from the free throw line. I mean, what? It, it's not much you can. It's not much else you can ask for as far as the offensive side goes. And then on top of that, we out-rebounded them 33-24. to 24. Um, Trav, fill, me, fill the people in on what you think we did better this game as opposed to the Michigan game that we, that we took that loss. Well, similar to Michigan game from the start where it was a lot of emotions, right? It was our first home game since, you know, the tragic event. So we started the game – they were eight on the eight zero run, right? They came out blazing against us. Yeah, they did. And they did. it looked it, it looked shaky for a moment, right? And and coach called a timeout. You know, there was some, you know, some back and forth between the players and you know the coach and the player, right? So there was a lot of emotions going on at the beginning of the game, but there was a mark. Um, it was seventeen to ten. They were up. And we threw a lob to Mahdi, and Mahdi got a dunk. And I thought the energy from that dunk, it just kind of just, like, it, was, it just took over. And from that moment, we just started to make play after play. And Tyson Walker was incredible in that first half, right? He was making big shot after big shot threes. I think he hit three or four threes in a row. And yeah. AJ was making better go. Yeah, we were moving the basketball. Like, everybody has started to step up and make plays. So, again, I thought it was a great team win where different players had, like, Joey uh, Jackson Kohler, he had four points, but he had a big block, hit a couple big buckets for us um, to help us, like, with the momentum of the game and going. And that end of the half three that Tyson made was huge. Right, it was huge because we started the second half right hitting four straight threes. Yeah, so we had a lot of carryover. There was a lot of emotion again inside of this game, but we were able to absorb it, take it all in, get the crowd involved by playing great basketball. We made some highlights. Malik played well. Um, like I said, Holger, AJ, he had a great game: twenty-two points, five assists, three rebounds. And I really want to give him a shout out because. There was about two or three minutes into the game, and I know Coach called a timeout or something around there, and he got on AJ, and AJ responded, right? And so I'm, I'm always, like, 
up in guys, and you know this as well, when coach gets on you and you respond the right way, that shows you you're a leader. And he's one of our – he's the engine, right? So he did a great job um, of carrying the team, making the right reads, and then, you know, 2.0 Drew Knight, so Tyson Walker was just great all game. Yeah, man, I think we I, I think we stressed that that point uh, before in saying that you need great guard play to get far in the tournament. And yeah. these guys, I think it's, it's around that time that they're starting to realize they're going to have to step up their games um, in order for us to even potentially go far throughout the tournament. So uh, shout out to those guys, man. They they really stepped it up. Um, but just to throw some numbers out there, Trace ja- on the other side, Trace Jackson Davis. Ended up with 19, 7, and 5. Uh, Trav, man, t- tell me a little about your thoughts on Davis and also Jalen Hood Shafino. I'm really, I really like this, this kid's talent. Um, six, six, five, six, six point guard, natural point guard. Uh, ended the game with 16, 3, and one assist. Um, just tell me a little bit of, about those two guys and, and where do you see Indiana going um, the closer we get to the Big Ten tournament? Well, for for Hood, uh, for Shino, like he he's a he's a really great freshman with the poise he plays with and the physicality, right? I was impressed, like you see, like 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 with his poise, like understanding of the game, where he could get his shots from, um, and 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 knowing, you know, like it's hard when you're in the Big Ten and as guys in the scouting reports get more focused on you to continue to perform. And, and, and play well at a high level. And he has done that. And then Trey Jackson Davis, you know, that, that kid, he's a Big Ten player of the year candidate, right? It's going to probably be, be between him and, and um, the kid from, uh, from Purdue, Edie. right? Eddie. Eddie, yeah. Eddie. And I, I think that you wouldn't go wrong giving it to either one, right? Like, for sure. He's a matchup problem because he can shoot the three. Right, he can post up, and he also can pass the basketball, and he can defend. Yeah. So he just he's a he's a Swiss Army knife in a different way. All right, and, and we know yeah. he 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 can fill the stat sheet up. So, so I, I want to go back to Monty real quick, right? So because he only had two points, and he had that big dunk I talked about when it was seventeen to ten, but he had a big block on on Jackson Davis at toward the end of the game when they were making a run. I think we were up like eight or nine, and they were starting to come back in the single digits. And they, he drove it, and he made a big block. He just his energy was just amazing, and it's a tough cover when he's having to defend these really good bigs that we have in the Big Ten. So for him to defend uh, Jackson Davis the way he did with the collective effort from our team speaks a lot about Monty, even though he had two points. But you know, and then the, the answer to your next question is. I think Indiana has a chance. I just think the Big Ten, what I'm hoping for, right, is what we have beat each other up so much, right, that yeah. hopefully as we start to get into the postseason that we can find our – It's not our, overlooked. It's not overlooked, right? And, and every team, we want the Big Ten to do well in the, in the, in the tournament. So right. I'm hoping that us beating each other up inside the regular, inside the, you know, regular season – and conference play, that it doesn't hurt us when we get into the tournament for other teams to be like, man, we're tired, you know, because it's going to yeah. be different games and different teams. So 
Um, I think they have a chance to, to make a really good run. You know, I hope they don't make it further than us, but I think they have a good chance. To- <laughs> <laughs> they have a good chance. Well, that, make some noise. Well, that's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah, man. Uh, and it's a player that I wanted to shout out, man. I thought I thought Jake Jackson played outside of his mind too, man. Um, yeah. Just filling in that role. It, it seems like sometimes Mighty gets in foul trouble, and and sometimes we Izzo changes up the lineups. We might go a little bit smaller, but I feel like Color really stepped up and filled that void like he needed to being a freshman. And like we said before, he's starting to he's starting to feel himself a little bit. He's starting to feel good. He's starting to figure out his role on the team and what he can do and when he needs to do it. So uh shout out to that guy. He's starting to play well and he's and he's doing it on both ends. At first I was a little bit hesitant um with him defensively, um just him moving his feet, but he's he's starting to figure it out now. So I'm I'm excited to see him um here in the near future. Do you think, Ray, do you think heading into the postseason and then, you know, Big Ten tournament, like, what do you think our rotation will turn into? You know, like, as we get closer into the, you know, like I said, the postseason, a couple games left, how many guys do you think we plan? Like, uh, my guess would be about seven, eight. Um, I think you, I think depending on our matchup, um, Jackson's gonna have to play. Um, even even our other big, I can, I'm sorry, I drew a blank with his name. Cooper Carson Cooper. Um, Carson Cooper. He may have to play um, just because of his size. He's a little bit taller. He's a little athletic. Um, but then I also think um, you're gonna have to definitely play Malik. I mean, that's that's not yeah. that's that's a given. And. Uh, Depending on who's in foul trouble, too, as far as guard play goes, um, will you go Holloway or will you go Brooks? So I think that seven to eight man rotation it will fit us fit us well. Um, but I, I think we're going to have to have our main players carry us, um, if I'm just being completely honest, for us to go far in this tournament. Um, Walker and, 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 and Hoggy is going to have to take take it by the reins and, and carry us. Um, for us to, you know, even potentially go as far as we would like to, which is the final four. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, hope, I'm hoping Pierre step up and he hasn't played as much, but I, right. I, I just, I think he's, a, you know, a really good shooter. So yeah. hopefully he's, he's, a, he's a good piece. He's a good he, piece. He, he can definitely, he can definitely get it going at times. And um, I think, I think if he can just stay locked in defensively, yeah. um, That'll get him on the floor because he, like I said, he spaces the floor. He can shoot. He's physical, um, but just staying locked in is 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 where um, I think he needs to focus on. Yeah. Other than that, man, I I think we'll have a have a good chance. Yeah, because you know, like as you know, we always need that extra guy. Like even my senior year, really, our extra guy was Draymond. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Draymond played <laughs> it was. incredible. It was. He played incredible. He played what? incredible. And, and, like, he was probably averaging 10 to 12 minutes during the regular season. Not, no, not even that. Yeah, probably lower, right? Yeah, it wasn't even that. Like, yeah. he he actually, that was his that was his time to shine, and he and he was ready. I mean, oh, you got to think, though, in practice, we seen what he could do in practice. So we yeah. had an idea. But then once he, that opportunity came, he took full advantage and he hasn't looked back since. So Yeah, remember um, G, G got in foul trouble against Robert Morris. Yeah, man. He and, came and, in and had a double-double. And then we yeah. played 
USC right after that. He had to go defend Taj Gibson. Did a good yeah. job there. Like he had a great run. So I always I always look at that when I think yeah, about tournament right. runs, you always have to have a player that the Skyler report is not focused on. Not right. Sure. They don't know about you and they go, We're we're not even gonna scout this guy. And then all of a sudden he starts to make plays and do things and that's how you make magical runs. For sure. You you definitely you definitely need those those guys, the next uh man up mentality. And taking a step further, my senior year, um, this when you were coaching on the staff, Corey Lucius. Corey Lucius. Kalen Lucas goes down yep. um in the tournament and Kalen I mean and Corey Lucius had a great tournament. Yep. I mean, he stepped up and made play after play every game that we he he pretty much saved us. And, and got us to the final four. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, those, those guys, you need those type of guys. So, it's always great. And I hope we can see that um, with this current uh, Michigan State basketball team. Yeah, because when you think about that, right, just to go a little bit more, like, because it's always a guy. We're not in practice with him, but it's always a guy that we know, like, how he can score the ball, right? He can, sure. he, you know, he can put the ball in the hole. So, sure. Jackson can actually score, too. So, I always yeah. look at guys that, like, that in practice, you know, are scoring. Like on the scouting report, he's a tough cover. And I think, again, I think of Brooks as a, a Pierre is a tough cover in practice, right? You got to he's big, he knows how to score, he's been a scorer his whole life. And then, you know, maybe Jackson as well. So I'm looking forward to, to kind of watch this closely to see who becomes that X factor that's not on the scouting report from the other team. Agreed. Agreed. Moving on, Saturday, February 25th. Man, we checked into the Heartbreak Hotel. We faced we faced a good Iowa team who was 18 and 11. Um, and I mean, to be honest, we we had the game one. <laughs> I mean, Trav, we both teams have five players in double figures. Uh but the biggest difference for me and what it wasn't it wasn't necessarily the up 10 with a minute and 30, because, I mean, we've seen different things happen through, you know, our careers and, and just watching being big basketball fans. Um, so it wasn't the comeback that necessarily hurt me. It was just the little things, the the second chance points that we gave up. We gave up 29 second chance points. Wow. Which, which that's just not easy to recover from. Yeah. It was, I remember it was a possession where, um, who did they have on the line? They had somebody that was, that's a good, maybe uh, Sanford or maybe even Murray. He goes to the line, he misses both free throws, and then we, we miss a block out. They get the offensive rebound. And score like little things like that. That always kills you as a, as a team. Um, and then I and then we turned over the ball way too much. Um, granted, they 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 threw different looks at us with the three quarter uh, press that they do, but it wasn't enough to to have us have fifteen turnovers. Um, so with that being said, Trav, what did you see? Um, and what and what hurt you the most about? this disappointing Iowa loss. Man, we did everything to win the game. Right? Like, 
We shot great. Like you said, we had 15 turnovers to their nine turnovers. That was a difference, right? Because a couple of those turnovers came toward the end of the game. That's for sure. But we were 11 for 15 from the three-point line. Like 73%. We were 32 for 54, 59% from the field goal. And we were 31 for 36, 86% from the free throw line. We did literally everything to win this game. Offensively. I was like, game over. I'm on my way. It was two, three minutes. I'm like, oh, we we good. I'm gonna jump on the highway. I got games. Let me let me get up out of here. But as you know, and this happens in every arena, it doesn't happen at home as much. Just because you got the crowds, you got more things behind you to kind of help you like push through it. But I go back, and it's all over the internet. The stare down, the forty second stare down, right? Like. He comes out, McCaffrey comes out, he stares at the referee. And in that moment, I'm thinking, what is the huddle doing? Are the players like, come on, fellas, we all good, we good, come on, lock in. So it, it kind of was like a reverse psychologically to his team because it gave the players a moment to just dial in and to say, this doesn't look like we can win this game, but let's do something remarkable, right? Let's do something that's never heard of. And the shit that happened at the end of the game, right, was more bothering to me because we lost our identity with veteran leadership in those 50, 40 seconds. And what do I mean by that? We're up 10 points. There is a guy in the post. We're digging on the post. We're up 10. It's 40 seconds. Why are we digging on the post for them to kick out for a three? We're rotating on switches, and we're not communicating. We're point switching. We're point switching. So now we're point switching. They're moving and cutting. That's the worst thing to do. Point switch when the team is cutting fast. So now we're point switching. They get open for another three miscommunication. Then there's an offensive rebound, right? They miss a shot. We swipe at the basketball, give up another three. So for me, it was more disturbing because of the leadership that we normally have and that we have gave credit to our guys for having that we didn't do. Yeah, A.J. missed the free throw. He was 12 for 14. He shot the ball great from the free throw line, right? So, yeah, it wasn't that. Like, it wasn't that. It was, then we, the last play, we had miscommunication on the handoff. So it was those things that I just felt we never I don't even think they switched on the handoff either. They just let him get an open look. It was a yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It was a first off. We went small, so all all every guy that was on the floor could easily guard a point guard, or they could guard a four man or a center. Everybody on the floor, so it was an easy switch. I'm sure his old. During the time, I told everybody to switch. So 
with that being said, that just shows you, um, and 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 it and it and it actually worries me a little bit going going further, because do we do we continue to play like this? Do we play to the our level of competition? Um, I think we spoke about that on a couple of podcasts um, before. Is I feel like we we get ahead of ourselves and we play to our level of competition. We should have easily won that game. Um, we should have put that game away. But we let them linger, hang around. They got confident. They got hot. They took it to overtime, and we we had nothing left. Well, so I, I think I think we got to change that. Yeah, what 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 are good signs of it? Because so I I think that this game, right? Like this is obviously like something that never happens. Like we we very rarely see. The, I'm saying this is Tracy McGrady ish, right? <laughs> like yeah, it, 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 it is for sure. In seconds, twenty seconds. I mean, yeah. Like I mean, what what we were up ten points with one thirty left. It was ninety six to eighty six with literally forty seconds. Oh my God. Yeah, like it was 40, 45 if you just the clock going down. But 40 seconds, it said 96, 86. But so now on the on the positive side, Tyson Walker had an amazing game. 31 points, 11 from 15 from the field goal, two for three. Jaden Atkins, 21 points, four for four from the three-point line. Joey Hauser, 18 points. Four for four from the free throw in three-point line. So we had a lot of positives to come from this game. We shot the ball incredible, and it wasn't guys that don't normally make shots. It was guys that make shots. So we should be able to take this game, and coach should be able to jump on a few guys, and I'm hoping that this is a game that the players go, coach, let me have it. And I'm let me have it. I'm going to listen. Um, and we're going to use this game as a reference moving forward why every possession matters. Because guess what, right? We know this. We're getting into every possession matter basketball, Nothing right? Matters. Where that turnover in the first five, ten, six minutes of the game can hurt us at the end of a game. Not so sure. hopefully this right here, we go back to the drawing board and go, we lost by 10 with 40 seconds. So, fellas, you need to fucking pay attention to what we're saying in the details and understand we have to execute at the highest level we can, which now requires for your mental toughness to be the highest it's ever been. This is where we at. This is why we are great. So I think if we can do that heading into these next two games, um, I think we're, we, we can end off well. And head into the Big Ten tournament in a good space. Yeah, um, yeah, like like you said, man. I think I think this game was a look yourself in the mirror, yeah, type game. Everybody has to realize, like, they have to take ownership, and you know, you got to put your big boy pants on. Yeah. Uh, we lost this game as a unit. It wasn't just solely on one person, um, and you know, you just got to move on. Um, it's always positives that that can you know that you can collect from it. But they should be a little bit embarrassed at the oh, same time. <laughs> and I know, and I know, and I know, Iz is giving it to him. So um, I, I just hope that you know their their confidence or their swagger isn't wavered um, during this time 
um, because it's still more basketball to be played. We're still going to make the tournament, and uh, we still got a chance. Yeah, I seen a great post from one of the players, and they were, you know, because uh, it was Jaden Atkins' birthday. So uh, a few guys were like, yo, we, we sorry, man. We wanted to get that win for you. So I'm hoping they take that energy like, yo, you know what? We're going to band with our brother. We know that stuff is special. Go home. Nah, for sure. You know, we need to win for Ohio guys. Go, you know, let's win this rival game. It's your birthday. No. Yo, let's win this game so we can go out and have a little fun. So right. uh, losing that game, you know, small things, take them and run with them. Hopefully, you know, taking the L on Jay Atkins' birthday motivates <laughs> us to bit more. For sure, especially in the future. Speaking of the future, man, let's, let's tap into the scout report and see who we got next. The last couple of games of, of our uh, play in, in Big Ten play before we start the uh, Big Ten tournament. And first... Tell me, who is your prediction to win versus this Nebraska team that we have coming up actually today? Man, I, I think we're going to win this game. I think it's a great game for our veterans to step up and to get over that loss we just had, right? And I, and I think it's going to be a tough game. Nebraska has won the last four games, last three games at home that they played. It's senior night for them, but this is a big picture win that we need, right? We need to get this win. And we need to win it in a good way, right? I think the game may start off a little slow just because there's a lot of emotions coming from, you know, Nebraska with being senior night, guys playing for the seniors, the crowd is involved because it's the last time they get to see their guys, you know, in their arena. But I think overall, I think we're going to come out, play well, or I think our veterans are going to play well. And I think we win this game in a, in, in a good fashion, right? We, I'm hoping that we... I'm hoping that we take their first blow. We understand that they are a good team and they've been playing well at home, right? Their record doesn't really reflect how well they've been playing as of late, but they won the last four games. So I think we should walk away with this winning the game in a good fashion. Agreed. Um, I will have to say I, I, I 100% agree with you. Um, I think we win by, by around eight or ten points. Um, just for the simple fact that we lost, we took that heartbreak loss from Iowa. I think guys are going to be more motivated. Um, guys are going to be more locked in for sure, especially mentally on the task at hand. Um, and I think, I mean, you, you made a great point of seeing night for them. So I think if, if we can, like you said, withstand that first punch, um, I think we have a great chance of winning this game. Um, but yeah, but I think, I, I think I'm going to take them by, by like 10. Yeah. Uh, moving moving on for our senior night, um, we play the Ohio State Buckeyes, who are twelve and seventeen and four and fourteen in Big Ten play. Travis, now Ohio State is is a good team in my opinion, but they're young, they're inexperienced, and they're young. They have a highly touted freshman in Sensaball, who is a a huge key for their team and for their success. I think if we can cut his water off, we win the game. Um, and, and, and contain uh, key in, in suing. Um, but but our, main, our main guy that we have to stop is Sensible. Tell me what you think about that game and, and what we need to do to get a victory uh, well, leading up to this game. Well, Saturday nights are always tough because you got to control your emotions, right? Yeah. Like for the seniors, it's your last time playing the wrestling. And that is – 
a very emotional time, right? We both have been in those, you know, those seats and those shoes. And like, that's an emotional time because you're walking out, you're looking, you're trying to soak it all in. And you're really not realizing like, man, you would never play in an environment like a college environment. So I think that's the first thing. So I would I always not say, not only college environment, the Izone. Izone is a is special on. place to, to yes. play, man. Special place, man. So I think when you first come out there, you don't warm up, you just have to absorb it. Like you gotta take it all in. I hope that none of our seniors look at it and go. I, I will absorb it when the game is over. No, absorb it wide no, and more. Like, look at the crowd. Like, feel the energy, right? No. Like, you want these things that go, man, I, I worked really hard to play in this special place. And these are some special oh. people I'm playing in front of. So, I think once we do that, now it's about our guys playing for the seniors and making sure they win this game. And like you said, hey, Ohio State is not a very good team. They're young, right? They didn't have a lot of struggles this year. Not not normal for Ohio State, but they got thrown as of right yeah. now. That everyone has said, is a, you know, he's a really good freshman. He's a really good player. So I think for our guards, right, you take that personal, right? Like you got sure. a guy and you go, okay, if I can cut his water off, it helps us win, gives them a tougher chance to win. And also, he wants to be one of them guys. So yeah, let's, let's yeah, you, gotta, you gotta take that. Yeah, you gotta take that challenge. So take the challenge. We did a great job last time we played it. So take on the challenge, cut his water off. Cut his water off. You're in front of the family, in front of everybody. It's the last game of regular season. Cut that man water off. And let's go out here win this game in great fashion. Let's play well so we can walk away from our last home game feeling great and head into the Big Ten tournament. Agreed. Agreed. Trev, we've reached that, that part of the segment, man. The segment we all all love to hear, that word on campus. Michigan State was recently notified and made the announcement on Monday that the Spartans will not make up their home game against Minnesota. The Spartans will finish the Big Ten regular season with only 19 games played. Trav, does this hurt or help the Spartans moving forward? Yeah, I think it's tough, like you said, because I think we're 9-8, we're and eight, and we got three or four teams that are 10-8. and eight. So we're both predicting that we're going to go win these next two games, which would give us a 11-8 and eight record. And if the couple other teams in front of us win a game or two, it can put us in a tough situation. I still think we control our destiny, though. Right? I think we, if we do win these next two games and the other teams ahead of us win, we may have to play the second day. We get one game by. But I think it still puts us in a good situation where we get an extra game. Um, that's not always a good thing, right? We, we all no, agree sure. with that. It's not always a good thing. But – I think for us, with our veteran leadership, which I said earlier that we're, we're leaning on, I'm hoping that we can still come in and say, fellas, we control our own destiny. Let's go out here and take care of business, and let's see if we can make some noise in this Big Ten tournament. Agreed. I, I'll have to agree with you. Um, 
I think it, I think it does hurt us um, simply because I felt like Minnesota was just that feel good game. Um, we were expected to win that game. Um, they were in last place, um, and that's just one of those games where you know you get your you get your career highs. You you, yeah, you yeah. shoot for you shoot for your numbers. You yeah. feel good going into that game. So um, I would have liked to have seen that game um, played. I know Minnesota tried on their end to get things done, and, and uh, as Michigan State did to to you know try to play that game, find a date for it, but it just didn't happen. So um, moving forward, uh, I don't think that. I'm necessarily concerned on who we, who we play. Um, I just want the guys to be ready um, because I definitely think that we have the talent um, to win the Big Ten tournament. Um, it's just now do we uh, do we control the mental aspect, locked in, knowing what guys can do, knowing guys go to moves, uh, just you know, just being ready when it's time to play. Um, if we can do that, I think. Uh, we can beat anybody. Yeah, I agree, man. I think we have a great chance. We just got to come in locked in. This is where we really have to lean on, you know, our veteran leadership. And, you know, also, I, you know, I also want to word on campus is, is I, I want to continue to give, you know, my prayers and shout outs to everybody at Michigan State. You know, For sure. It, this is a tragic and, and it will always be on our minds. And we will always remember those, those dates and, the people that was affected, you know. Um, so, again, it's just so much bigger than basketball. Um, and, and that's what it continues to, to to hit me with this, like, it, it's just such a, a, a like he says, uh, stay strong, Spartans, and Spartan strong. And it's just so important for us to always look at, you know, it's bigger than basketball, it's bigger than any sport. Um, it's, it's life, man. Life, man. It's life. life. And, and people were really affected. Um, and it, it was just a senseless act by a coward and by, you know, someone, you know, that just meant evil. But yeah. uh, I, I'm just so thankful to be a Spartan because to look at the love I'm out here in California, man. When I tell people, you know, I, I went to Michigan State, and they're like, "Man, I'm sending my prayers to you and to everyone that's around." And For sure. So it, it just tells you how, you know, people, you know, people really love you out here, man. They really care for you. And, nah, for um, sure. So just sending my extra love to all my Spartans, uh, former and current. Uh, we love you, and, and, and we pray for you guys. Same, same here, man. It's always love on this side. Um, and that, with that being said, that has been another uh, About Sparta show. Uh, we love and appreciate you guys tuning in. And we will see you sometime soon. Yes, Peace. sir.